Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Vlogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. So today I really want to talk about blog traffic and how we cannot let our emotions ride the waves of blog traffic because this is something that every single blogger goes through, whether they are beginners um, or they're kind of in the middle or they're big time. Like traffic is some one of those things that really can jack us up. And I want to help you not allow that to happen ever again, okay? My goal for today is for you to walk away from this podcast and not be phased by the traffic to your blog. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So traffic is a super, super fickle thing, right? We think that we've hit the big time. And then we find it was just a viral post. And the traffic goes high. And then it's back down to normal. We get tons of traffic during a particular season. And then come, let's say, February, it goes away and we start to panic. We think, my blog is dying. But after you've been through this cycle a few years, what you see is that you learn a little bit about your blog traffic and percentages and Google Analytics and all these things. And all of it starts to make a little bit more sense. So just so you know, I'm four years in, right? And... I make enough money that my husband was able to quit his day job. So that's where I'm at in my blogging journey. I have a traditionally published book coming out in October. Like I'm feeling really good. Like I have reached quite a few of my goals and I have more goals ahead of me. But in this journey that I've been on the last four years, I at one point started at where I only had one page view a day and it was me. (laughs) One page view. My blog has gotten up to half a million page views. So in 2015, I had tons of regular traffic. And honestly, like I was making a great income just from ads, from ads alone. And then Pinterest introduced promoted pins and smart feed. So my traffic levels changed. And man, I remember thinking if if this trend continues, I'm so afraid that my blog is just going to die. Like this is just going to die and I'm never going to, you know, or whatever. But that's because my focus was all on traffic. Like, a blog is so much more than traffic, right? It's just like women, right? We we have one flaw about us. Like, for me, it's my eyebrows, right? I got to get these suckers waxed, like, every two to three weeks. Or it looks like I got caterpillars, like, fighting, like, a, a fist fight on my face. So then when I look in the mirror and all I can see is my big eyebrows, like that's what I focus on. And I, it's the one, like the one flaw that I see in myself. And I'm like, ah, oh, but you know, there, there's a whole bigger picture. Like, you know, I really love my brown hair and people would say that I'm energetic and you know, that I'm fun. And like people have positive things to say about me. They don't really probably even notice my eyebrows when they look at me, but that's something that I focus on. And so I think it's kind of similar with blogging. Traffic is sort of the fuzzy eyebrows (laughs) of the blogging world. If you think about it like that, just remember like this is just one part of the bigger picture of your blog. And it's not as important as you might think. And I would like to kind of talk to you about that today because I really want to relieve the stress associated with watching traffic. In 2015, what I learned is that I just hit a new normal for myself. What I learned in 2015 
is that I can't put all my eggs in the traffic basket and that my blogging success isn't placed in the unreliable hands of traffic. So here are seven things that I think are going to help you avoid the emotional roller coaster of blog traffic. One, just stop checking your analytics every five minutes. I'm going to say this again. Stop checking analytics every five minutes. You know who you are because you're laughing right now. You're laughing out loud right now as you listen to this because you know that you got Google Analytics on your phone and every time you get a second, you're peeking over to see what's going on in real time and (laughs) what your traffic looks like. I literally had to take that app off my phone and I got to where I only checked once a week. I would say one of the best things that you can do for yourself is just check it once a week. Because for me, if I check it on Saturday or Sunday, I can see if anything's taken off, where it's taken off from, kind of give it some juice, whatever I need to do. But just checking it once a week makes me way less stressed than when I'm checking it every 10 minutes. Two, realize that traffic comes in seasons and in waves. Now, if you've been around the block for a little while, you know that sometimes all it takes is somebody to share your blog post on a big Facebook page and you get a huge spike in traffic suddenly. And then if you go look at your analytics, and that's why I say waves, is you'll kind of notice these waves of up and down, up and down, up and down. That's just how it works. And traffic comes in seasons. Depending on what your niche is, there's going to be seasons where you get way more traffic than you get any traffic any other season of the year. For me, it's the holiday season. Like, I know based on four years of data, that every October or November, the traffic is going to pick up on my blog. It's going to hit a really high peak. And then around February, it's going to slowly come back down to a new normal. It'll stay at that normal all summer. And then I'll ride the wave again. And that's probably going to be the case for you. Besides just viral posts or people sharing it here or there, you'll find there's a probably a normal cycle to blogging for your niche, whatever that is where you see a lot more traffic in one season and another. Three, know that traffic does not make or break your blogging success. There came a point in my journey in blogging, to be honest with you, where I focused a lot of energy on traffic. So I saw a return on that. I got, you know, I saw my traffic increase. And it gets comfortable there because if you've got a good ad network or you've got good ads on your site, that passive income It's just easy to enjoy because it's completely passive. I know so many successful bloggers who get to a point where they've put all their blogging eggs in the traffic basket and their income is set at this level and then suddenly something happens uh, where some referrer of traffic that they're getting changes something or something happens. They get, you know, knocked off or banned or something just randomly happens and suddenly their income plummets because all their eggs were in that traffic basket. So don't do that to yourself. If you are in a course like Elite Blog Academy or one of those type of courses that's teaching you how to turn a blog into a business, Go through those courses step by step and do not put all your eggs in one basket. Do not stop when you get to one point and you see success. You need to diversify your income streams on your blog and traffic is an easy one to have. I love traffic. I love the passive income that comes from traffic, but it cannot be the only source of income if you want your blog to be a business and to provide a regular income for you. Now, if it's just a hobby and you don't care, that's totally cool. You can rely on traffic all you want, but for me, Traffic can't be the only source of income that I have. Number four, realize that traffic can be hacked, okay? 
I don't know if you've ever noticed, but there's tons of websites out there. It's super annoying that you go and you're looking for something and it's like you have to like it'll it's like 10 ways to lose 10 pounds. Let's say that's what it is. And so you hit the page and on (laughs) one page, it says number one, you know, drink more water. And then you scroll down and it's like all ads and there's no more information. And then you see this like tiny arrow and you're like, oh, I've got to click to the next. Okay. So you click the arrow and you go to a new page, a new page view. And then it's got a new tip. And then it's like to get to tip three, you have to do it again. So some of the things that I've been reading lately has been talking about how, how brands and advertisers are getting wise to this, right? So the page view itself is becoming less valuable users are becoming more valuable data because page views can be hacked. So I just want you guys to keep that in the back of your mind, that there are people who have tons and tons of page views, but it's not because they have like a legit blog post that leads, you know, that somebody stays on and then goes to another blog post to read. It's that they've split their blog post up over 10 pages. And so they're just going page to page to page to page to read it. Number five, realize that one of the biggest benefits of any traffic that comes to your site is that you can retain those people on an email list. And I can tell you right now, this is one of the biggest mistakes that I made in year one and year two of blogging was that I was so focused on traffic and passive income from that, that I did not open my eyes to the fact that I was not retaining any of those people, not getting any fans from those people because I didn't have a freebie opt-in on my site when they came. I had nothing of value to physically give them in exchange for their email address. I was just like, hey, join my list because you like me. And again, this will be a completely separate episode about email marketing. But I just want to say that one of the greatest ways that you can enjoy the right of traffic is that when you do get a bump to make sure that you have good opt-ins, like have a good freebie for the audience you want to attract on your site in multiple places so that when people come to your site because they've, you know, somebody's been sharing your content or a post goes viral, you're able to actually retain those followers. You don't just ride the waves of traffic, you ride the wave and you keep some of your friends close. It's so smart. I wish that I'd known these things early on, so take my word for it. Number six, stop comparing your traffic to other people's traffic. Because friend, your niche matters. All right, let me give you an example. I am a thrifty lifestyle blogger on Thrifty Little Mom. That's my main blog. That's what I started four years ago was Thrifty Little Mom. And I know that there are other bloggers out there that are in the DIY space that get millions of page views, right? Because they're in the DIY space. That There are millions of people on Pinterest looking for how to DIY something. But there's not necessarily a million people on Pinterest trying to learn how to do a budget. It just depends on your niche. So just realize that everybody's traffic is different and it shouldn't be the end all be all and don't compare your traffic to other people's, even people in your own niche. Because again, when it comes down to it, really all you need is about a thousand raving fans, right? Isn't that what they say and everything is that you just need a thousand fans? And that may seem out of your reach even now, but it's not if you'll just keep blogging. Number seven, Your blog goes through seasons of focus, okay? So right now might be a season of focusing on traffic for you. You might be going through a course or something like that 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 is um, very traffic focused where you're learning how to do SEO, 
where you're learning how to use social media to redirect traffic back to your site, where you're learning how to guest post to get more traffic, whatever those things are that you're trying to apply from whatever you're learning, that's totally fine. If you're in a season of focusing on traffic, you should focus on traffic. Just don't obsess over the numbers. Focus on trying to grow it. Use the numbers as a way to see if what you're doing is working, not as a way to say whether you're being successful or you're failing. Traffic is a measure of what is if what you're focusing on is working, not whether your blog is succeeding or failing. Got it? It's just a metric. It's just a measurement to be used to see that. Okay, number seven. There will be seasons when you focus on other things and you're and if you're not focusing on traffic, it may be that your traffic goes down to sort of a normal pace, like a normal setting, a normal everyday amount, where it really wouldn't matter much about what you did, because it's probably just going to stay the same for a little while, because you're focusing on something new. You're focusing on email growth. You're focusing on creating an opt-in. You're focusing on email sequences. There's just so many parts of becoming a pro at blogging that, you know, like, Traffic won't always be your main focus. It will be for particular seasons and then for other seasons it won't. So put your energy in where it best needs to be put in for each season of your blogging life. So again, just to recap, these are seven keys to help you avoid the emotional roller coaster of traffic. Stop checking your analytics all the time. Realize that traffic comes in seasons and in waves. Know that traffic doesn't make or break your blogging success. Remember that traffic can be hacked Focus on the long game of building a strong email list. Remember, if you're gonna have lots of traffic or you're gonna have spikes, be prepared for those spikes and be able to retain those people because you've spent time developing a good email opt-in with a good drip. Stop comparing your traffic to other people's traffic because your niche matters. Your blog is gonna go through seasons of focus. You're gonna focus on traffic at times and at other times you're gonna focus on other things and your traffic will ride those waves accordingly. So don't freak out. You guys, you're going to be successful, I promise, if you just keep blogging. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of the Just Keep Blogging podcast, I would really appreciate it if you'd go onto iTunes and leave a review because that helps other bloggers get to see my podcast and be able to get a chance to listen to it. So thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate that you spent time with me today. Have a great week.